We've been working our way through the letter of the Hebrews, but parts of it remain a mystery to us. We don't know who wrote it. We're not entirely certain the backdrop against which it was written. Uh, we are quite confident that it was written in the late 60s. We know it's written before 70 AD because, again, that's when the temple was destroyed by the Romans. And so um, there's nothing about that happening. And it, that would have been, that was such a huge event. It changed everything. It would have made it into the letter. But we know something significant and bad is happening or is about to happen. And so the writer is writing to encourage people to hold on. Um, the theme is that you want to hold on to Jesus, that he is bigger than, better than anyone else. And so there's, uh, there's a list of seconds, right, in Moses and the law and Abraham and angels and prophets and, you know, the high priests and all, or the priests. Jesus is better than all those number twos. There's a huge distance between who Jesus is and what he does for us and anything else. So we now get um, that there's sort of been a little bit of a time out to talk about the fact that people aren't as mature as they need to be to understand everything that's going on. We now get um, that time out ends and we go back to the text and there's a, a passage that occurs that sure makes it sound as though Christians can lose their salvation. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 reads, It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of God and the powers of the coming age, if they fall away, to be brought back to repentance because of their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. So the question that sort of animates uh, an, an intense conversation in theological journals is um, uh, how can somebody experience all these things, right? Be enlightened, taste of the heavenly gifts, share the Holy Spirit, uh, and not be a Christian. But if they're a Christian, uh, if they've come to a newness of life in Jesus Christ, uh, and they've been sealed by the Holy Spirit, then how can they fall away? Now, I want to talk about that tomorrow. I just want to note that this question is very significant, uh, very troubling. And in fact, these 47 words that I, that I read uh, are so um, sort of disorienting that they almost kept the letter to the Hebrews out of the New Testament canon. So you have to understand that the New Testament, right, was written after uh, Christ. It's written, the, the books of the New Testament were written by the apostles or by people that the apostles were vouching for. These happened after Christ's, right, death, resurrection, and ascension. And, um, and then it was illegal for uh, the Christians to get together. So there's this long period of time before before the, the New Testament letters are actually collated in one single book like we have here, and then the Old Testament is tacked onto it. And people don't always understand the formation of the canon, and you'll hear from time to time, you know, books were suppressed, and, you know, this was all about Constantine wanting power, and uh, he's the one that figured out what, what Gospels were going to get in and what didn't. Not really. 
Um, but there was this, um, there, there was a, a, a gathering uh, in which the letters and the, and the Gospels, so they're not all letters, epistles is what they're sometimes called, but the Gospels, then the book of Acts, then you got these letters uh, that were written by Paul and Peter and James and John. Uh, and then you've got, uh, you've got the book of Revelation. So this, this corpus, this canon of 27 books does get agreed upon. Uh, at a at an early church council, but they don't vote on which ones are in and which ones are out. They're simply recognizing which ones have the imprimatur that have the the they were written by an apostle or were vouched for by an apostle. And then additionally, at that point, they're recognizing which books have the the sort of self-authenticating voice of God and which books have proven helpful over the last couple hundred years. So I share all that to say there was confusion. For the most part, it was very simple what was in and what was out. But there was some confusion. And one of the books about which there was confusion and debate was this letter to the Hebrews. And the big thing was nobody knew who wrote it. And it eventually seems, if you read between the lines and sort of the history that we have of this time, it eventually seems that it sort of carries itself into the canon because many people had decided that it was written by Paul. Um, we no longer think it was written by Paul, <laughs> uh, but we think that it deserves a place in the canon. And by the way, one of the reasons that it was people were pushing back on it is because of this troubling passage here that makes it sound like a Christian could lose their salvation. And there are other parts of the New Testament that make it pretty clear that I think that you can't. So we're going to look at those tomorrow, but all that to say, there is a, um, uh, you know, a, a discouraging passage. There's another warning here, and I don't think we want to take uh, the sharp edge off those warnings. I think we want to uh, we want to understand that we need to guard our heart and seek after Christ. Have a good day.